Searching for last-minute gifts? Shop the last-minute deal sale at Virginia ABC and save 20% on select 750-milliliter bottles. That's 20% off gifts for the hard to shop for. 20% off gifts guaranteed to fit. 20% off gifts to celebrate the season. And 20% off a little gift for yourself. Shop the last-minute deal sale at Virginia ABC. In stores and online now through December 21st. Please sip responsibly. This is the Season 7 premiere of The American Veteran Show on News Talk 710 KNUS. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. They are definitely tough, smart cookies. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephan Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show. It is our season seven premiere, and it is a pleasure to have you along with us. We've got a terrific show straight ahead. We will take a look at what a local restaurateur is doing here in Colorado to honor veterans across all wars and conflicts. Also, we pay tribute at the end to a patriot that we lost this past week. We could not do stories like this and shows like this without our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson at Boson Law, now focusing on Camp Lejeune cases. Just remember, veterans, that that deadline to file your claim is ticking. John Boson helps and fights on behalf of veterans every single day. BosonLaw.com, B-O-E-S-E-N, Law, BosonLaw.com, or three. 3- 0399999999 as of our record time on Friday the US shoots down something off of the coast of Alaska we'll talk about that give you the latest on the recap after last weekend's shooting down of the China spy balloon we'll talk about it but first we begin with international aid to an international disaster Helicopters and a C-130 arriving in Turkey after the devastating earthquakes that rocked parts of Turkey, Syria, and, of course, Lebanon. The death toll, how high will it go? As of our record time, well more than 20,000 dead. It's staggering and almost incomprehensible. You can see the destruction here. This building collapsing onto buses. Now, members from the United States and other countries have been here. They are bringing their experience, their expertise, and also specialized equipment. Whenever they get a report of someone possibly alive in the rubble, they will go to that spot and search for them. It is work that has been frantic, and it happens very quickly. Uh, These members, some of them from Los Angeles, are just one among the thousands of searchers and rescuers who have been working in a large swath of destruction that stretches for hundreds of miles here in Turkey. And a declaration of emergency has emergency has been declared in 10 cities here in the country. And three days after the earthquake, there are some rural areas that have yet to be reached. And back here in Adiaman, up until just last night, it was local residents who were digging through this debris trying to save their loved ones and their neighbors. That from ABC News will continue to follow in our program next week, of course, the recovery efforts in those 
earthquake ravaged areas. As we continue, as of Friday, the breaking news of the U.S. shooting something else again down this off the coast of Alaska. Here is Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. The president absolutely was involved in this decision. He ordered it uh, at the recommendation of Pentagon leaders. Uh, He wanted it taken down, and they did that. They did it using fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command. The Pentagon will have more to say about the details of this uh, later on this afternoon. It's only just within the last hour. Uh, We're calling this an object because that's the best description we have right now. Uh, We do not know who owns it. Uh, whether it's a whether it's state owned or, or or corporate owned or privately owned, we just don't know. John Kirby, again, the breaking news as of our record time. We'll continue to follow that not only next week here on the program, but our regular program Monday through Friday as well. Now, as for that balloon from China, the spy balloon that was shot down eight days ago off the coast of South Carolina. As FBI evidence teams started shipping pieces of the balloon's wreckage off to the lab, U.S. officials said underwater pictures of the debris show the electronics it was carrying survived the fall from 60,000 feet, mostly intact. They already have a good idea of what divers will find because before the balloon was shot down, U-2 spy planes flew by it, taking high-resolution photos of what officials described as an array of antennas for intercepting communications. I am so angry. I want to use other words, but I'm not going to. You guys have to help me understand why this baby wasn't taken out long before. John Tester is the Democratic senator from Montana, where the balloon hovered over a field of 150 silos housing intercontinental ballistic missiles, apparently trying to listen in on the communications used for the command and control of nuclear weapons. I got a problem with with a Chinese balloon flying over my state, much less the rest of the country. Soon after the balloon was spotted in the sky. But what the heck is that? A U.S. official said it stopped hovering over the missile field and proceeded across the rest of the country, apparently abandoning its spy mission, but still communicating with controllers back in China. According to U.S. officials, China has a fleet of high-altitude balloons, which its military has used as a cheap alternative to satellites to fly over some 40 countries around the world. The search was suspended this afternoon because of rough seas, but officials say some of the parts already recovered have English writing and appear to have been manufactured in the West. The State Department is considering imposing sanctions on the maker of the balloon. Last week on our regular program, we welcomed in our military analyst, former Army Major Mike Lyons. Stephen, thanks for having me. In a post-9-11 world in particular, um, and then watch the Pentagon, unfortunately, get very political here. Um, But perhaps this will be a wake-up call for the United States, the people. You know, there's a disconnect between, I think, the American public and our politicians and our military. The military knows the enemy is China. Our politicians seem to talk about the enemy being China, but I don't think people are as well aware of it. Well, when they look up in the sky now and see an actual Chinese spy balloon over there, that's got to send a signal. That's got to tell us that something's wrong. So the, the Chinese might have accomplished something by waking Americans up about the threat that they actually really are. What I just can't understand And tell me if I'm wrong, but this just does not seem to be as big a deal to anyone in D.C. as it should be. 
No, it, no, it's not. And, uh, you know, you, you, some of the things that have come out of the Pentagon that's what I'm going to be critical of here over the last 48 hours are just crazy. Like, for example, we weren't able to track it at 60,000 feet. Now, how, now, how is it possible the NORAD commander says something like that? Because 60,000 feet is the flight of incoming ICBM missiles that our Patriot missiles are wow. going to shoot down it. So, so, so where's it? You know, how, how can you make that comment without any kind of consequence there? Uh, and, and other, again, incursions that have taken place in a post 9-11 war, world. This is the most intolerable thing that can happen right now. That thing should have been shot down well before it got anywhere near the coast of America. And, and you know, this whole thing about where we're going to watch it, we're going to let it go and see what it goes. They're just asleep at the switch. The military's as as fault at this as the administration. Wow. Mike Lyons, our military analyst, joins us. And you think, though, Mike, of, of the geographic places we're talking about, I'd say the odds are pretty good. If you shoot it down over rural Montana, nobody's going to get hurt. Same for Wyoming. Hell, same for parts yep. of, of our state in Colorado, but most certainly Alaska right. and Canada. To your point, they were asleep right. at the switch, and it gives me no confidence, no more confidence than I had last week. Right. You know, we're having a great power competition with with China, and this is a great trial balloon, I think. And and, in so many ways, it's a signal. It's how the Chinese roll. They send, you know, they think they own the airspaces. They've done this to other European countries. They've done this for the past 25 years in other places. We saw them in now in South America. Uh, So so again, this is how they roll. And hopefully it's a wake up call. Hopefully the fact that they know now that the United States will shoot these down. Let's hope again we shoot them down before they get to transverse the entire continent of the U.S. It's just nuts. Listen, I hope your boy's doing well in the United States Navy. I, I seriously, when it comes to my favorite guests of all time, you are in, in the, you're on my Mount Rushmore, man. And what I'd love to do is have you on later this month as we look at amazingly one year since the start of the uh, war in Ukraine. So until then, brother, I just say thank you so much. And I salute you for your sacrifice to our country. Thanks, Steph. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're back to 1917 now. Trench warfare in Europe and balloons over our country. That's, that's where we're at. So I look forward to talking to you then. Our military analyst, retired U.S. Army Major Mike Lyons. We're just getting started on this Season 7 premiere of the program. Coming up next, a recap of the President's State of the Union address that focused on veterans' issues as well as veteran suicides, among others. We'll have that next. Glad you're with us. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, back to the American Veteran Show. Here's Stefan Tubbs. We continue the Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show, and thank you so much. Coming up in our next segment, we'll talk with a man who owns the Black Eyed Peas here in Colorado, And it's not a crummy commercial. Instead, it is what this company here locally in Colorado does for our veteran community. Specifically, they celebrate the 105th birthday of a British veteran. We'll talk about that straight ahead. And we remember uh, an American patriot and hero, the wife of one of my all-time military heroes. She passed this last week. We'll honor B. Wilhite coming up next first though from the floor of the united states house of representatives part of the state of the union address the president focusing on veterans issues our strength is not just the example of our power but the power of our example let's remember the world's watching i spoke in this chamber one year ago just days after vladimir putin unleashed his brutal attack against ukraine a murderous assault evoking images of death and destruction. 
Europe suffered in World War II. Putin's invasion has been a test for the ages, a test for America, a test for the world. Would we stand for the most basic of principles? Would we stand for sovereignty? Would we stand for the right of people to live free of tyranny? Would we stand for the defense of democracy? For such defense matters to us because it keeps peace and prevents open season on would-be aggressors and threatens our prosperity. One year later, we know the answer. Yes, we would, and we did. We did. And together, we did what America always does at our best. We led. We united NATO. We built a global coalition. We stood against Putin's aggression. We stood with the Ukrainian people tonight. We're once again joined by Ukrainian's ambassador to the United States. She represents not her, just her nation, but the courage of her people. Ambassador, as our ambassador is here, uniting our, we're in uniting our support of your country. Will you stand so we can all take a look at you? Thank you. Because we're going to stand with you as long as it takes. Our nation is working for more freedom, more dignity, more, more peace, not just in Europe, but everywhere. Before I came to office, the story was about how the People's Republic of China was increasing its power and America was failing in the world. Not anymore. We made clear, and I made clear in my personal conversations, which have been many, with President Xi, that we seek competition, not conflict. But I will make no apologies that we're investing in, to make America stronger, investing in American innovation and industries that will define the future that China intends to be dominated, investing in our alliances and working with our allies to protect advanced technologies so they will not be used against us, modernizing our military to safeguard stability and determine, to, to deter aggression. Today, we're in the strongest position in decades to compete with China or anyone else in the world anywhere else in the world. And I'm committed. I'm committed to work with China where we can advance American interests and benefit the world. But make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. Look. Let's be clear. Winning the competition should unite all of us. We face serious challenges across the world. But in the past two years, democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Autocracies have grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. America's rallying the world to meet those challenges from climate to global health to food insecurity, to terrorism, to territorial aggression. Allies are stepping up, spending more, and doing more. Look, the bridges were forming between partners in the Pacific and those in the Atlantic, and those who bet against America are learning how wrong they are. It's never, ever been a good bet to bet against America. Never.
Well, when I came to office, most assured that bipartisanship assumed was impossible, but never believed it. That's why a year ago I offered a unity agenda to the nation as I stood here. We made real progress together. We passed the law making it easy for doctors to prescribe effective treatments for opioid addiction. We passed the gun safety law making historic investments in mental health. We launched the ARPA-H drive for breakthrough in the fights against cancer, Alzheimer's, and diabetes, and so much more. We passed the Heath Robinson Pact Act, named after the late Iraq War veteran whose story about exposure to toxic burn kits I shared here last year. I understand something about those burn pits, but there's so much more to do. We can do it together. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. Big you got it. So let's launch a major surge to stop fentanyl production and the sale and trafficking with more drug detection machines, inspection cargo, stop pills and powder at the border. Working with couriers like FedEx to inspect more packages for drugs. Strong penalties to crack down on fentanyl trafficking. Second, let's do more in mental health, especially for our children. When millions of young people are struggling with bullying, violence, trauma, we owe them greater access to mental health care at their schools. We must finally hold social media companies accountable for experimenting or doing running children for profit. It's time to pass bipartisan legislation to stop big tech from collecting personal data on our kids and teenagers online. Ban targeted advertising to children and impose stricter limits on the personal data that companies collect on all of us. Third, let's do more to keep this nation's one truly sacred obligation to equip those we send into harm's way and care for them and their families when they come home. Job training, job placement for veterans and their spouses as they come to return to civilian life. Helping veterans afford the rent because no one should be homeless in America, especially someone who served the country. <clears throat> Dennis McDonough, Dennis McDonough is here of the VA. We had a first real discussion when I asked him to take the job. I'm glad he did. We were losing up to 25 veterans a day on suicide. Now we're losing 17 a day to the silent scourge of suicide. 17 veterans a day are committing suicide. More than all the people being killed in the wars. Folks, VA is doing everything it can, including expanding mental health screening, proven programs that recruit veterans to help other veterans understand what they're going through, get them the help they need. We got to do more. That from last week's State of the Union address. When we come back, a local business here in Colorado, eight locations, and every single one of them 
commemorate, celebrate, and honor the United States veteran. We'll have that coming up next. This is the Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show. Thank you for joining us. AmericanVeteranShow.com Now back to the Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show on News Talk 710 KNUS. We continue our Season 7 premiere here on the American Veteran Show, and we do this for you. Trust me, our producer Michael Arpaio and I, we, we work on this, and I'm thinking about stories. I mean, every day of the week, I'm thinking of stories that we can put on, and especially it's great to have people we can champion, we can celebrate. We do this to highlight our, our active duty and their families. We highlight, of course, it's called the American Veteran Show. We highlight our veterans as well. And this past week, so So very cool. This from Colorado Springs. A British World War II veteran living in Colorado Springs is turning 105 years old. And today, a local veteran group celebrated her. News 5's Devin Karp was there and learned about her journey from across the pond to the Rocky Mountains. Please join me at this time and give Nikki a a loud round of applause. So how do you feel about everybody here coming to say happy birthday to you? I think they're wonderful. And people have been wonderful to me here. Well, she's pretty spry for 105, I'll tell you. (laughs) What's the difference between 104 and 105? I haven't noticed any difference yet. She was a captain in the Royal Artillery, the, the British Royal Artillery in World War II, and she was defending London against the, the attackers, so she's living history. She said it was kind of like shooting fish in a barrel, and she says... We almost felt sorry for him. Almost. 74 years in Colorado Springs. So it's just, it's nice to be around people that, that have made history and we can share that with each other. Everyone has been wonderful to me as a, as a Brit. And um, I was proud to serve my own country. I love my country, England, dearly. Uh, but I also love uh, America. That from a Colorado Springs television station. Kudos. As long as there are people out there, a select few media outlets that will continue to focus on our veterans, uh, and in this case, a British World War II veteran. Now, that story was was made possible, and, and the location where that was, this is radio, obviously, but if you could see the visuals, that's at a Black Eyed Pea in Colorado Springs, and one of the kindest most generous people I have met in Colorado in parts of four decades, and that ain't that ain't blowing smoke, is the Black Eyed Pea owner. His name is Steve Shaw, and he's kind enough to join us here on the American Veteran Show. And, and Steve, I've already given you instructions off the air that you will take my compliments and you will take them well. But brother, thank you, man, for opening up your, your businesses. There are eight Colorado Black Eyed Pea locations. And you know what? At any one of those locations, I know America family, obviously great food, and celebrating our veterans is, is kind of part of, of all of y'all at the Black Eyed Peas. It's, it's kind of like your resume. So, so really, salute to you guys as well. Oh, appreciate that, Stefan. Thank you. Thank you. How does this, how does this come about? And, and we're going to talk a little bit, and you're kind enough on a busy day to, to give us some time, but you, you, well, you tell me, let's start from the beginning, because that's always the best part. You guys get involved with the Black Eyed Pea, and I personally know your story, how you get involved, but why the focus and why the availability to say, oh, you want to do a veterans event? Yeah, sure. Come on in. It started about six years ago. Uh, Gloria Varner, our general manager, um, we had an admiral that used to come in and eat quite a bit, and she would just sit down and talk to him. 
And he said, you know, we need a meeting place. And there's about 60 to 70 of us, and it would be every Wednesday. And she's like, do it at our restaurant. He goes, well, I don't want to take up your whole restaurant. And she said, we'll open it up at 10 o'clock in the morning. We normally open at 11. And so it started. And it started with a group of 25, then 30, then grew to 50. And there's sometimes there's 70, 80, even 90. And then it really exploded, Stefan, during COVID. Uh, As you knew, uh, we couldn't do dine-in at all. So they would bring their RVs and park them in our parking lot. (laughs) We'd prepare the food (laughs) so they could still do their celebration every Wednesday. That is amazing. It's so impressive when you're in there and and they're all in full uniform. It is just amazing. And these men, they want to tell you their story, these men and women, about, about their time in the military. And it's just the hair on the back of your neck just stands up listening to these stories. And sometimes you've heard them over and over again Mm -hmm. and still enjoy it. You know how it is. Yep, yep. Steve Shaw is our guest. Steve and Michelle own the Aid Colorado Black Eyed Pea locations. And uh, I mean, I always do this. Full disclosure, I'm a paid endorser on our regular program um, for the Black Eyed Pea. But let me tell you, if I wasn't, I'd still eat there. I do. And, you know, you guys, I always say on on the regular program, you you made it through the pandemic. Um, you, You have wonderful servers. You have made from scratch food and all of that. But you don't. You don't need to do this or you don't need to hear from a general manager, Steve. And then you don't have to necessarily say yes. I mean, oh, the hassles. And then what about the cleanup and this and that? Why is it important to you personally? Oh, my gosh. Just the respect I have for these people that have served our country. I mean, there's nothing I wouldn't do. And Colorado Springs is a huge retirement city for our our military from the air force from the army with all the military bases we have there so we've always been a very popular location for them to to join for oh shoot 35 years well kind of describe because the piece that we played to start this uh, here uh in this segment on our season seven premiere obviously we just heard the audio i mean if you could uh describe i mean it wasn't just people just sitting around i mean you had there were british flags for this woman's birthday there were american flags Uh, as you mentioned people were showing up in uniform kind of describe as best you can what uh what we couldn't see well as soon as you drive up into our parking lot you'll see uh multiple flags um a gentleman by the name of roger 14 he comes about an hour early and sets every single wednesday and puts up flags all over the front of our restaurant outside and then when they start coming in, again, every Wednesday, they are in full uniform, and they are there to tell their story and talk and have the fun and eat. And it just, it's, it's magic. So when you're walking in there, you just get that amazing feeling in, in your belly. And like mm-hmm. I said, the hair on the back of your neck stands up. But it's just the respect. It, it's just incredible. And you add and I up. was not a military brat. Yeah. I, I didn't grow up in the military, but yeah. it, the minute they walk in the door, you, it's just ear to ear. You add up all of the years, too, of service. Uh, at a, Even if you have 25 veterans at an event, I mean, you add up those those years. I mean, it's, it's you know, well more. I mean, it's into the hundreds of years of, of service to our country. So I was going to ask you, you know, you, you're not a military brat, but you still – as a business owner, you still recognize the importance. And sure, I mean, look, I'm not going to uh, snow you and you're not going to snow anybody else. It's great PR. But at the same time, 
it is great PR, but then you look around and, well, not everybody does it because – and they don't realize maybe it's great PR. But what is it about you that, that kind of made you in your life, whether it was uh, you know the younger part of your life or as an adult, um, to appreciate those who serve? Um, you know, when I first moved to Colorado Springs, that was uh, – I grew up in Greeley, so we didn't have a whole lot of military presence there. But when I lived in Colorado Springs, uh, most of my friends were in the military – uh, whether it be the Air Force or the Army, uh, and then in the Special Reserves. And so I, I, I was able to listen to their stories when they wanted to tell you. And, and you've interviewed quite a few, and a lot of them don't want to talk about yep. some of their experiences, especially across seas and what have you. Uh, but but they once they get to know you, then they kind of do want to tell you that story. Once again, on this Season 7 premiere, a friend of the program, he is a true American patriot. His name is Steve Shaw, owner of the eight Black Eyed Pea Colorado locations. You weren't a military brat, and we're, we're going to continue with you into our segment four. But, but again, it's, it, it is so true. You get, you get in the room, and you almost, you almost act like a fly on the wall, and it's what you soak up, right? Absolutely. And when they walk in the door, you almost want to salute them as well. I mean, that it just—it's it, it, like okay, maybe I was in the military at some point in my <laughs> life because you want to give them that respect when they walk in that door. Like you said, they, uh, hundreds of years of of military service between the admirals, the generals, the the brigadier generals, mm-hmm. the colonels. Um, and even the grunts, Steve, Steve, even the grunts, as they would call themselves, we're going to wrap up this segment. Next segment, I just want to continue one one more uh, question or two, and it's probably going to be more than one, but uh, with Steve Shaw. And again, uh, what they do at the Black Eyed Peas, specifically in Colorado Springs, to open it up to veterans and veteran groups is terrific. But there are seven other locations, and patriotism and the importance of respecting our veterans, um, it's throughout the Black Eyed Pea chain. So we'll continue. This is the Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now back to the Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show on News Talk 710 KNUS. Final segment of this week's American Veteran Show, and we consider, of course, every single episode extremely special. But this is the Season 7 premiere here on our flagship, 710KNUS in Denver. And last segment, I had a chance to introduce you to Steve Shaw. He is, uh, along with his wife, Michelle, they own the eight Colorado Black Eyed Pea locations. And I'm not trying to make this, as Ralphie from A Christmas Story would say, a crummy commercial. But instead, I feel like... It is part of this program's duty to make sure that we recognize those who are doing the recognizing of others. And I'm telling you, if you are ever in the area in Colorado Springs of the Black Eyed Pea location on Wednesdays, as you heard Steve last segment, you know, they've got this this group of veterans from from all wars. I mean, we're talking, you know, World War Two to Iraq, Afghanistan. And uh, Steve continues to join us. And, and that is true, right, Steve, that, that you can go in and on any given Wednesday, if, if the event and kind of the, the reunion almost is going on, it's not just, uh, say, a bunch of Vietnam veterans who we welcome home or it's not just uh, Gulf War One. I. I mean, you get all all types, which is so great. World War Two on, on to current. Yeah, it is incredible. 
Yeah. When when you just kind of sit back and and just observe and listen, which is one of, believe it or not, even with me being a blabbermouth a lot, um, if not always, uh, sometimes you just shut up and, and you listen. Is there anything that sticks out, whether it's a story anecdotally or what you've seen? Um, and it, I'm sure, obviously, it doesn't matter if you're talking about uh, a black Vietnam uh, veteran or, you know, an older white World War II or, or a female who served in Afghanistan. It doesn't matter. They all have that camaraderie and you see it firsthand. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what branch they're in. They're all sitting together talking old stories and it's their time to, to reminisce, uh, to yeah. talk to people that um, have equal views and, and, and memories of, of that, those time periods. And you do just listen. Yep. You don't interact. You know, you just put your chair down and you just listen to the stories. It's amazing. You know what? I'm going to come down and you and I, you know what we're going to do? Maybe we just sit in a corner and we watch together because I think it is just, it's phenomenal. Uh, I go to a breakfast group every few months uh, here in the Denver area. And that's what you do. You just listen and you pay your you know, your ultimate respects to them and, and to, to have a place like the Black Eyed Pea in Colorado Springs for these men and women to to come together, even if it's just for a couple hours, it is so special. I salute you, my man. I, you know what I think of you on and off the air, and I just, I, I just wanted to take this on our season premiere to make sure that we gave a nod because you most certainly, all of you with the Black Eyed Pea, you certainly deserve a shout-out. Thank you, Stephen. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Steve Shaw, he is the owner along with his, well, see, I call him the mom and pop. And I'm not, don't bring him back on, Michael Arpaio, because I don't want to know if he likes that or not, because that's what they are. They are mom and pop, made from scratch food, but it's more than food. And I'm not trying to be corny. By the way, the corn is great. As one of the 30 side dishes at the Black IP. But, but seriously, why not champion those who are doing it right and for the right reasons. Sure, Steve would love to have you come and drop 75 bucks and make sure to tip your your servers. Do that. But we will never lose sight of why we do this very radio program, whether it's a season premiere or not. So kudos to Steve and Michelle and all of you connected with the Black Eyed Pea Colorado. Finally, I don't want to end on a downer, but life is what it is. And if you have been with us for all or part of the seven seasons now as we go in uh, with this premiere, you may remember one of my all-time heroes that I had a chance to feature here on this program. His name, Jack Wilhite. Jack, along with his incredible wife, B, became such good friends in such a short amount of time. Jack is from the trifecta. And some of you know what I mean by that. I've used the phrase, and you certainly those connected with the military have heard uh, this many times, and you've used it. World War II, Vietnam, and of course, the Forgotten War, right? And we don't forget Korea. So World War II, Korea, Vietnam. Jack Wilhite flew in fighter jets and planes in World War II. He did the trifecta. And Jack, who was an incredible baseball player, that's how... I met him. He was he was drafted, I believe, by the Brooklyn Dodgers, if memory serves. But he never did play in the show because he dedicated his life to service. As a quick sidebar, one day, one of the final moments uh, that I had with Jack, he says, you know what? You've got to get up with me. Jack owned his own MiG. Let that sink in. A Russian MiG. Yeah, it was housed at, at Rocky Mountain Metropolitan Airport. He said... 
do you want to go up flying with me? And I said, of course I do, sir. And he says, good. Show up at this time. You'll pay for the fuel. <laughs> and that was, that was, you know, a little bit much for me. And it obviously cost a lot. But it was just, he was just that kind of man. And Jack passed away just four days after I had had lunch with him. Uh, I believe um, about four or five years ago, but I consistently every year would see his lovely wife be a patriot, a hero. She had to put up with Jack and one of the kindest souls and got word this week that B. Will Height has joined her beloved husband in heaven. And we featured B on the American Veteran Show a couple of years ago, talking about, because she always gave back as well, with the Colorado Aviation Historical Society, this from B. Wilhite's appearance on the American Veteran Show. You know, from the first time that I met Jack, somehow he always involved so many people. And I think the fact that he had just returned from Vietnam and there was just so much enthusiasm in Denver, and particularly at Buckley and all the the reserves and the active duty it was just pretty awesome as we wrap up with b will she is just she you're like energizer <laughs> bunny you never stop uh, actually i had a membership at wings over the rockies before it was even a wings over the rockies in the legislature wow and so it's been a long uh, and wonderful event and always rubbing shoulders and uh, with uh, veterans just because of the National Guard and their involvement with us. Yeah, real quick before, I know that sometimes we don't, uh, in the media, we don't talk about the Civil Air Patrol enough. And in the moments we have left, maybe in like 30 seconds or so, I mean, they're important, aren't they, in Colorado? Terrific. And one of the very valuable services that they provide that most people don't know about is that veterans are entitled to very special care at Fort Logan. And the Civil Air Patrol is there to make sure that people are comfortable and that they lead them through the process of knowing exactly where to go and what to do so that at a time when people are so heartbroken they don't need to be um, lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sure that the, um, uh, the government relations office would love to hear from anyone who might have a question of them. B. Wilhite from a past episode here on the American Veteran Show. Friend, I don't want to get choked up because you'd say, oh, Stefan, but we remember you, you patriot and sweetheart. We remember. And if you do take issue with playing taps for the spouse of a World War II, Korean War, and Vietnam War veteran, no no sorries, no apologies. I think anybody that knew B. Wilhite knows that she's earned it.
That wraps up Season 7, our Season 7 premiere of the American Veteran Show. I want to take this opportunity again to thank you for making us a Sunday habit. Celebrate with us our active duty and their families. Celebrate with us our veterans and their families. And, of course, all all the ups and the downs that follow veteran and active duty issues. For our incredible producer, Michael Arpaio, who I salute as well. And I thank so much every every single week for all of the hard work he does. Heck, it's every day. Uh, I'm Stefan Tubbs. Thank you so much for joining us for this season's premiere. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Rest in peace. Be Wilhite. Thank you to Steve Shaw. And remember our troops. The American Veterans Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteranShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veteran Show. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100. For a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.